0: Good morning, friends. It's gronya Tyndall here. It's Numbers for Success, and this is the Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. Thank you to each and every one of you beautiful people around the world that listen to my uh, ramblings sometimes, but also to my wisdom and knowledge, having lived on this planet a little while and having lots of experiences and also training that I've helped people to discover and uncover Their true essential self and who they are and why they're here and what you're here to do. And that's my work. I work as a soul seer. I work with finding out what is your contract while here on the earth. Sounds very official, but it really is. We are souls in human form and it's not a religious thing, it's just that we are energy, which is soul, which is what Einstein would have spoken of, Gert, and the great scientists and you know pathologists and numerologists and astrologers and all types of people who have all different types of backgrounds they would have discovered and uncovered a lot of the time about why we're here and it usually would start on a scientific level and emerge into something much more esoteric and that's what I'm all about to get people to question things to find out and to um, to discover what they're here to do and it's not just a case of what we own and what we leave behind us when we make our transition it's about how we enjoy the journey and that's what my work is and that's what I've done for thousands of people around the world I've really I know I have I've helped people to really understand why they're here and these podcasts are just another platform that I'm now using to get the word out there so please like and share and pass on to as many people as you want because that's what my story is about so friends for the last number of months we have been working through the A to Z guide of solutions or solutions to everyday living and for this new season we are on the letter D so last podcast was all about um, it was all about the childlike curiosity and for this one it's about development and I very much believe you know we come into physical form and we choose the family, the circumstances, the socioeconomic, everything is connected and is determined before we come in in order to help us to grow and learn and to evolve as the soul, as what we really are. So for me, the benefits of character development, therefore, are hugely important and spiritual growth as well. And character development is about the values we hold and the roles we assume as we move through our lives. So we move toward development when we are in touch with our authentic voice, our authentic self, and when we are living with integrity and honesty. And when we hold opposing qualities within our nature um, in responsible and balanced ways, we develop personal character and increase our relationship skills. And let's face it, we're all here to interconnect. We're all here to have relationships and to learn how to relate. So, for example, if you stay in a committed relationship without becoming excessively dependent and remain free, without being irresponsible, obviously, we stretch our capacity for developing character. We become more effective in all four aspects of life. And there's a writer called James Hillman. He wrote in a book called The Force of Character. Character begins to govern life's decisions even more pertinently and permanently. Values come under more scrutiny and qualities such as decency and gratitude become more precious than accuracy and efficiency. So spirituality gives meaning to life and spiritual growth is about discovering meaning. And spirituality is often expressed, usually in religious terms, but it is in an experience of recognising states of grace and synchronicity and it's also be found in nature, silence and your families, your friends, music, arts, dance, drama, theatre, all of those wonderful things, it can bring wholeness to the emotional, physical and intellectual dimensions of life. And spirit or life force within us is the essence or the centre point of mystery, a meaning that is present at the core of our essential nature. And it is the force that allows us to integrate our internal and external experiences. And the essence, which is my favourite word, the essence of spirituality provides a sense of intactness and wholeness in our nature. So when you're in touch with this central core, you experience self trust and unshakable faith. Connecting to this core brings you into alignment with what your heart and soul are yearning for you to experience and that really makes you unique. So when you are conscious of your character development and your spiritual growth, you begin to shift to looking at what is working in your life and in your own nature. And you will become happier, healthier, and more effective in your contribution to the world. And what happens then? You start to see the goodness in yourself and others probably demonstrating more compassion and generosity. And, you know, it is vital when in human form to continuously develop and grow who you are. You know, I have worked with thousands of people through these last 20 to 25 years or thereabouts. And it gives me such joy and pleasure when I see someone come to me and usually they come with the words I'm at a crossroads in my life can you help me and my job is to assist people on figuring out number one where they're at and then what are their potential and skills and we all have potential and skills which we have to just choose to work with And the point of what we're talking about here today, development, is that generally it takes things to occur in our life experience, which can sometimes shake our foundations to get us to start questioning what is this about? It's quite rare, in my experience, of course, to meet someone who is on a path that has been quite flowing and quite effortless and who has found themselves from a young age and last week we spoke about childlike curiosity and we spoke about um finding things to you know look through the eyes of a child in your everyday dealings because ultimately you are a child in human form and you'll always be a child it's just that we have to grow up or do we is the question so whilst that is relevant to what we spoke about last week or last podcast this is also now about developing, developing your character, developing your values, developing who you are and how you see yourself in the world. And I know I say it and I say it a lot. When you know who you are, it you create a sense of wonder, but you also create a real grounding force, which you will find people, situations and events will be drawn to. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be sucked dry And, um, you know, again, that goes into the codependency piece, piece, which happens in relationships a lot when we give we we more or less codependency to me in the work I do is depending on someone else to make you happy. Now, that's a very basic way of putting it. There's a lot more to that, but that's just as a as a, you know, a simple way of putting it. And so therefore, expecting somebody else to bring you happiness is not going to work. Um, Certainly they can contribute, but you have to be the grounding source. You have to be the one who knows thyself, as Shakespeare would say. And in order to know thyself, you really have to do and experience life. And some children go through very clearly, very challenging experiences from a very young age. Or some people don't until they're at another period of their lives. But from the work I've done for all these years, I see there are certain ages which have already been predestined for things to occur. And when I do a chart, I'm able to pinpoint those ages because, again, we have free will. I say this all the time. We have free will in order to be able to live this experience. And so, therefore, if at this time in your experience... You are going through challenging times in your development. Please, I implore you, recognize that this is part of bringing you forward. It's not about looking back. We can certainly look back and we can uh, review things and we can learn from the past, but it is vital to keep moving forward, to keep evolving and growing and developing and discovering who you are. And I feel it leads on perfectly to another part of the essential self which is the essence of sight. And there's a man called Paul Klee and he said these simple words one eye sees, the other feels. What do you think about that? I like that. I think that's an interesting statement. And then In the 13th century, there was a German mystic called Mestar Eckhart. And it was Eckhart Tolle who changed his German name to call himself Eckhart in respect of the 13th century German mystic. And it was Mestar Eckhart in the 13th century who said the following. The eye with which I see God is the same eye with which God sees me. So I suppose the point of his comment is obvious. But if you stay with it just for a moment, then the mystery of it slowly reveals itself. It's quite overwhelming and quite interesting. What's obvious to you might well be oblivious to me. So what's obvious to you might be oblivious to me. And when that happens, it usually It's because I'm overwhelmed by, you know, the busyness of life. No time to see clearly or even look where I'm going. You know, and sometimes we as human go through extreme myopia, short sightedness from, you know, being sightless from what's going on around us and being so busy with demands and decisions and distractions, the Ds again, that we're not seeing something that's really obvious. It's oblivious to us. So ancient Chinese belief in the yin and yang, the complementary opposite female and male energies inherent in the universe, tells us that there are two extremes in everything. So the passion is in plain sight. So we have light and dark, hot and cold, joy and happiness, joy and sorrow I should say career and home intimacy and solitude the heaven and the earth so too are there two aspects for each of our seven senses and the two facets of sight are looking and seeing so one is practical and one is passionate so one aspect is used for navigation the other for connection one eye makes an instant judgment and the other eye contemplates. So the duality of what we're missing in every minute can be so distressing. Sometimes we can just feel overwhelmed with confusion. But the spiritual alchemy of your essentiality, essentiality, is what brings the practical and passionate together in a mystical union. And that's development. So the gift of vision was so important that when the world was created, love's first command was let there be light so that we can see. And another great way of expressing and developing ourselves is through drawing. Drawing as a meditation. And mindful drawing is another great way of doing this. So for example, even though you might say I can't draw, Take time to look at things that you're surrounded with, probably for years, and really look at detail at what they look like. So, if you, for example, look at, um, I have a flower in a vase, and if you actually look at the flowers, you'll see parts of it that you weren't even aware of. And you know, it's it's again, it's just about mindfulness, being conscious, being aware and really looking with reverence, looking with gratitude, seeing with new eyes. And the essence of sight is something that we so as human can take for granted. And one of my beautiful clients, Tanya, she listens to this. She's a lady in New Zealand So hello Tanya and she lost her sight when she was very very young and she is probably one of the kindest people I've ever met because she's had to develop her other senses to help her to deal with life and she has such wisdom which is beyond her years and beyond her life experience because it could be viewed that she has a limited life but in fact she has a life filled with joy she uses her sense of listening to books and workshops and talks and she teaches and she's writing her book which will be a bestseller so I'll keep you posted on Tanya but she is somebody who came into my experience and completely helped me to develop into seeing my life in a different way because She, to me, is one of my total soul friends and how we met is so extraordinary and she absolutely inspires me every day. So maybe think about how you can inspire people today, dear friends, how you can develop and further develop your character to become the best version of who you are. And maybe again, like last week, seeing life through childlike eyes Continue to see that through childlike eyes, but with the wisdom and knowledge of having lived a life. And this week, or in January, there was a a famous writer born... He was actually born the 18th of January, which is a very interesting month numerology-wise, or a date, because people born the 18th day of the month, especially January, they tend to be people who are childlike and they tend to work with children. And there's two characters in particular who were born on that date. One was A.A. A. Millen, who was a famous poet and writer who we usually always associate with the work of uh, Winnie the Pooh. And then we had another young, another man called Danny Kay. There's a lot of young people who wouldn't know who he was, but he was a famous actor, uh, very similar to the energy of uh, Robin Williams back in the 1930s and 40s and 50s. And he did a lot of work around um, the character of uh, Hans Christian Andersen and used to do tongue twisters. And he was a great character, um, childlike character. So those born on the 18th day of January tend to be very childlike in ways. And I thought A.A. Millen would be interesting just to have a little talk about because... He basically had been writing for years and years. And when his son, Christopher, Christopher Robin, <laughs> was born, he started to just tell him stories. And it was his wife who encouraged him to write it. And I know there's lots of books and movies written about him now. But I'm talking more from the psychology point of view that the characters in which he created, each of us as human can identify with probably all of the characters, but there might be one primarily that you associate with. Now, there's Winnie the Pooh, who is, um, I think, the eternal optimist and curious. Then you have uh, my favourite is Tigger. I suppose uh, he be sort of characterises as being ADHD. He's busy, 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 always trying to do different things and keep going. And then there was Donkey. or or, um, Yeah, he was the... um, donkey was the depressed one and then you have a uh, rabbit rabbit is quite a worrier and uh, someone who will see worry and everything and then the owl I love the owl the owl is usually associated with wisdom but I think this owl is kind of a little bit disorganized <laughs> and then uh, there was Kanga Kanga is kind of a new edition um, he was in the original books um, but not as much but just maybe today just out of if you want it's part of your development it's only fun it doesn't mean you have to analyse yourself in depth but which character do you associate with the most and of course you're Christopher Robin the young child that's all of us but each character um, has there might be a character that you're most drawn to that you feel the most affinity with or there might be one that you repel by. So maybe the one you like the most, the one you least like, they're the two characters maybe to look at as part of your own personal development just for a bit of fun. And, you know, you can look it up online if you want um, because each of those characters have a part to play in your own personality. And then finally, I just want to finish off with one of a message from the Four Agreements, which is the Toltec tradition of... Always do your best. Don't make assumptions. Be impeccable with your word. And don't take anything personally. And these four rules that if we live by these particular rules, we will live a life fulfilled and um, very fulfilling. Yes. So the message for this week, for the week of the 24th of January, is don't take anything personally and to transform your life. When you refuse to take things personally personally, you avoid many upsets in your life your feelings of anger jealousy and even your sadness will simply disappear if you don't take things personally so hopefully that maybe might be a benefit to someone so to transform your life transforming your life means not taking what anyone else says or does personally it's always always about them So dear friends, thank you for all your love and support. If if there's any subject you'd like me to discuss, please contact me on numbersforsuccess.com or through Facebook, Instagram or YouTube. And if there's anyone who I can help personally do a one-to-one session, please also contact me through numbersforsuccess.com. Until we speak again, many blessings, keep developing and transforming and much love.